Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellas. I'm Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. It's Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday. I can say Monday part two once again because that is what I always compare Tuesday to. I guess I sort of like my little day comparison rituals that I do each day. I don't really know why, but each day has their own little thing. Like it's Monday, start of a new week, jelly comparison, Tuesday, Monday part two, and then Wednesday, hump day, Thursday, Friday part one, and then Friday, jelly comparison again. Maybe I should mix it up. I probably could. I just don't really have any other comparisons that I can make. I suppose I can brainstorm some for Wednesday's episode so that you don't once again have to hear the Geico commercial It's Hump Day thing again. Are you sick of that? I sure hope you aren't, but at the same time, I can understand it. So, you know what? I'll mix it up. I'll see what I can say tomorrow. That is a patent promise, by the way. Also, in today's episode, Tapioca is not here with me when recording like she usually is. That is because she has an obsession with playing fetch with Nerf bullets. Yeah, she likes to fetch. Neither of my dogs do. I have two dogs, Millie and Leia, and they refuse to fetch. If you play with sticks, Millie just eats the sticks. And Leia, my other dog, just stares at you if you try to play fetch. Like, you show her the ball or the stick or whatever, and she just looks at you with her cold eyes. Like, she's judging you and your choice of fetch tool. So, yeah, it's very strange that Tapioca, a cat, likes to play fetch. She likes those Nerf bullets. I think I've mentioned that earlier. She just has such a fondness for them, and I'm not entirely sure why. I think it might be because they're very squishy, so she can sink her little teeth into it. And they're also brightly colored, so she can find them. But she loves them. She'll constantly come up to me with the little Nerf bullet in her mouth, and she'll go, And then I'm forced to then pick up the Nerf bullet and take it from her and then throw it down the hall where she will then come back and repeat the whole process again. And I love her. It's it's very cute. Don't get me wrong, but oh my God, I cannot have that in my recording because in every 15 seconds, I'd have to edit out another pew, pew. That's, that's the sound of her making the noise and then me throwing the Nerf bullet, by the way. I mean, I already have to edit out so much. I make a lot of little stupid giggle noises and drink water, like, ugh, such a hassle. I mentioned that I pause to drink water, or, or that I have to edit it out, rather, and it made me think about, I used to work in food service when I was in high school. Oh my god, that makes me sound so old. I'm just out of high school. In fact, I'm finishing up my freshman year of college, and wow, that is scary. Okay, well, that's terrifying, but other than my impending uncollege college education, I used to work in food service, and I despised it, but I think everyone should have to do it at some point because you learn a lot of good life lessons about people and how people will treat you when you're working in food service. But people did not like when you would drink water. It was like, why are you doing this human necessity? It's strange. They get very angry with you. Like you're taking a break from making a pizza and then going into the back to drink some water because you're thirsty and you get tired too, just like everyone else. And suddenly they're asking to see your manager because you you can't stop making my food to get water. What is this? It's interesting. I, I had a friend who worked at a grocery store and she was a cashier and people would get mad at her when she had her water bottle at her workstation. And I don't understand. I don't care if you're drinking water. Yes, please stay alive when you're doing things for me. Thank you. I really, I think I'd rather have you drink water than die while I'm right there. And also, I'm the kind of person that will pass out if I don't have enough water, which is 
been some interesting things in my life. I've passed out or nearly passed out a few times, um, one of which was the time I was being wrapped in newspaper for a science experiment, and the Arizona heat really got to me, and I just, I passed out. It was a good time. I don't think I went home after that. In fact, I, I think I stayed there and finished the assignment and just sort of went on with my day like nothing had happened, but I'd almost passed out. You know what, it was fine. I, I came to a moment later, and there I was, wrapped in newspaper. Newspaper's a fantastic insulator, in case anyone asks. Um, that's how I learned that, actually. I whip that fact out at parties sometimes, just like, hey, do you guys know that newspaper makes a fantastic heat insulator and they go no how do you know and i'm like well i almost passed out in fourth grade but you know what live laugh love so i guess you could say that i do in fact like my customer service workers to be living laughing and loving and that's important and i think that's something that everyone should have to do you should all respect people and their right to live laugh and love i'm gonna stop saying that now because even i'm sick of it even though i i don't know why but i picked it up over winter break this year And now I say it to everything. Anything happens to me and I just say live, laugh, love. And it's a horrific invading catchphrase and I need to stop it. So if you have any new catchphrases for me, you could please suggest them. I would be more than happy to take on something that isn't live, laugh, love. It's gotten to the point where I was told it would be my Animal Crossing catchphrase. You know, each of the Animal Crossing villagers has a little thing that they say. You know, like there's a little elephant and she says snoot and a little duckling and she says quackity. And it's all cute, but I was told it would be live, laugh, love for me. So really, it's an issue. Anyway, enough of that live, laugh, loving. We're going to get to the point of today's episode, which is work sharing. If you have a piece that you would like to be featured on either the Boom site or on my podcast or both, both is good. You can email them to Ivy, Ivy Y, at storyarkark.org. I would be most appreciative if you would like to be featured on my show, because again, week two, it's just me. But that's okay, because I have stuff that I think I can use to inspire you. I get it as artists that you're a little nervous to share your work, but please don't be. We're a loving community here at Story Arc, and especially here at COVID Operation, so please, share your work with me. But as a little... As a little spark of inspiration, I figured I would share some pieces. I've got two shorter ones here today, so I'll get into it. The first piece I have here today is called Lover Thief. You'll probably be able to tell just by the title alone that it's sort of love-inspired, and I, a lot of my work is when I write poetry, but I just like to wax poetic about things I like. So that's just something I do in my free time. But anyway, this is Lover Thief. A lover, a thief. Synonyms, barely it would seem, but when taken into consideration by some, they are one and the same. Like a thief in the night, she steals kisses from softly parted lips, a safe cracked. A lover, a thief. An angel on softened footsteps, she swiftly steals away the heart of her victim. Victim more so the watcher's eyes rendered blind by the thief's quick dance. The love-starved, forced into seeming thievery, are more careful than they know. A lover, a thief. Gossamer hands grazing a reservoir of stolen warmth and contact reserved only for those deemed acceptable. A thief risks the loss of that hand in this action. No matter. A lover cares not. A soft skin risked for touch gained is worth more than petty threat. A lover. A thief. Unfortunately, lovers in the dark will always crave the sunlight. Cautious actions turn to crime. At a subtle misstep she hardly noticed, overlooking crater-forming impact, she steals a delicate and damning kiss right from the source in front of darkened eyes. A thief. A lover no longer. Viewed now as a menace using force to convert a well of love to give only to her a lock on a once free soul. Backlash hurling madness, for blind are the eyes that cannot see she is a lover, not a thief. For those who is seen as the victim gives willingly with open heart. A lover, a lover. So that was Lover Thief, a poem from me. 
I usually write more free-formy stuff, as I've stated before, so it doesn't exactly follow anything. That one was more meant to be read rather than spoken aloud. I know that there are poems that are meant to be spoken and not as well read, so that one was one that was admittedly meant to be read versus spoken, which is why it's sort of written in a, in a way that's a bit difficult for me to say, but you know what? It's fine. It's an audio medium, so I gotta guess I gotta get used to that. Okay, and then the second piece that I have today is actually going to be featured in this upcoming Boomsite magazine release, so that's exciting. So if you would like to check it out there and see other works, you can definitely do that. I highly recommend it. That'll be up on the story arc page, I believe. Don't want to get my information wrong, but as far as I know, that's where it'll be. Anyway, this piece is about what life means and is, well, I'll tell you the real title after I read it aloud. How about that? What does life mean? Questions the inexperienced to wise masters that have lived longer years. This pair of voices with much to share echo back to her in words wrapped in their cheers. I offer to you the lingering scent of a lover left adrift in the air long past her leave, the calm morning after the storm where eyes burn but all is safe and well, and the warmth left in hearts and hands once a sweet embrace has been broken. Speaks the first, a young woman whose heart is on her sleeve as a token. I offer to you the wealth of feasts gifted from those above, and the sun's rays as they stream in through glass panes and the warmth they bring, and the peaceful rise and fall of the chest as someone you love sleeps soundly in the bed you share speaks the second, a cat-eyed woman whose feline features hide her care. We offer to you a winter's morning spent wrapped in blankets and each other, the rest rightfully won after a day away from comfort and couch and the companionship of a creature who will never leave your side. Speaks both women, arms held open and smiles wide. Life means this, begins the once inexperienced who now sees the light, the never-ending love shared between the human and the not, a woman and her cat companion. (laughs) Yeah, so that's about tapioca. I write a lot of things about my cat. I love my cat. She doesn't love me right now because she's locked out of my room because she wants to play fetch, but that's fine. I know she really loves me deep down, but yeah, so the real title is an ode to tapioca. You know, can't give that away, right? That's a secret. So those are my two poetry pieces. I don't really know if they count as pose or poetry. I I usually put them in poetry because they're not as structured as I think prose should be, but you know what? Who am I to put labels on that kind of stuff? I am not an English major, and I don't plan to be. I know I want to write for a living, but that's besides the point. The point is, it's poetry to me, baby, and that's all on that. Like I said, if you've got stuff to share, I'm more than happy to hear it, and I would absolutely love to feature your work here on my podcast, and also to have it featured in the Boomsite Literary Magazine. These are two great opportunities for up-and-coming writers or even established writers. I don't care. Send in your work. Whoever you are, whatever your level, I want to hear it. I sure hope I'll get to see some work from you guys later. But for now, I will leave because I have an essay to finish and, well, I guess it's time I finally work on that, so I suppose I can do that. But thank you so much for hanging out with me today and I hope you enjoyed my work. If you want to send in your own work, you can send it to Ivy. I would love to hear it. But if you have questions or comments or concerns about anything I've said, or you want me to talk about other stuff on Friday, because otherwise, you know what? I just, I just talk. So if you want me to talk about stuff that you enjoy, please send it my way. Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N at storyarkark.org. Please. I love questions. I love comments. Don't as much love concerns, but hey, I'll hear them anyway. So ask them loud, ask them proud, ask them in my email inbox, as I say. That's all the time we've got together today. I do hope you enjoyed. I enjoyed talking. Hope you enjoyed listening. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. See you tomorrow. Stay safe out there. Bye.
Peyton and locked out tapioca. Over and out.